Hello everyone and welcome back to the Total 90 podcast. On this episode we're joined by Sammy and it's a quick impromptu episode about Manchester United. Uh, We thought we'd try and get a quick uh, word in after the game. Uh, The episode was recorded on the 15th of February 2022. Enjoy. Morning, evening, we can just, uh, since this is take three, we'll take it from here. eh? (laughs) Uh, No need to start with our usual stuff. But um, we were talking about your band and being uh, possibly ready for launch. What's your band called, by the way? Give it a quick shout out. Punch Joy. Punch Joy. And what kind of music do you guys play? Uh, it's kind of like pop rock, I would say. Right. Okay, I love yeah. to. Uh, I love to get some samples. Are you on YouTube or anything like that? Uh no, nah, not yet. We're just it's just sort of purely IG and Facebook at the moment. But okay. I think we're going to try and do some recording later in the year once we've sort of started playing a bit more. So, what are you guys doing? Like, is it a bit of a cover band, or do you do your own stuff? No, nah, it's originals. Yeah, right. originals. So we write all our own stuff. All right. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, uh, before last on our take two, when I got when we got cut off, what I was going to say is, let's hope it goes better for your band uh, over the next year than it has for Man United this season. So, yeah. let's get down to yeah. business, mate. Um, first of all, what did you think of uh, tonight's tonight's game? Oh, it's a tough watch, isn't it, at the moment? Like it has been for probably the whole season. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. You just you feel like okay, we get a goal, we always take the lead it seems at the moment and then you just know that we're going to give up chances to the yeah. opposition and you just hope that they don't score I think in a nutshell <laughs> yeah I was actually uh, before this game anyway the last I think three games even though we drew and obviously went out of the FA Cup I was quite happy with the performance it sounds really odd um, to be honest I've been happy with the things Ralph's been doing ever since he got rid of that ridiculous four treble two formation that he was trying with this yeah. with this squad i mean in terms of that formation yeah if you've got the players for it it might work really well but we clearly don't so it's like yeah trying to wedge in uh like wingers uh, like out and out wingers into like the number 10 position or striker position uh, was just wasn't mm. working but since he went to 433 and the fact that there was stat like people it's funny isn't it in the media like they can use a stat, exact same stat, and float it both ways. So they yeah. were saying that, oh, United have had 75 shots in the last three games and not, like, scored more than three goals. Um, the way I look at it is the games I was watching anyway, um, I felt we created a lot of chances. Mm. And I, I, I was quite positive with that. I thought we're back to the point where I thought, okay, a couple of players and we might be a decent team, like, in terms of a proper midfielder to dictate play. Yeah, we and yeah, so what what did you think? I mean, was I just being overly positive just because or do you think No, no. I think I think it's a fair ass- assessment. Like yeah, yeah we've looked. I think there's just yeah, you can kind of see what he's like what Ralph wants to do and is trying to do. It's just whether the players combine or adapt in like such a short space of time yeah. before the end of the season and get any like traction with it, I guess. So yeah. I think it's just it's just going through that initial, you know, up and down stage. We probably look good for a few games, then we probably revert back to how yeah. we used to look, and it's just a bit all over the place, you know. Yeah, I think it was always going to be a little bit of that because of the interim period. Um, mm. I uh, so I obviously sent you like a 
few things I wanted to talk about aside from tonight's game. The reason I, I don't know if you were a bit surprised, I said let's talk about Ralph Hasenhutl's comments. Um, what did you think? Uh, I'll let you obviously give your point of view first because I've got a few thoughts on it. What What was your thoughts on it? I think he's probably just said what a lot of other people are thinking around the league. Like he's sort of hit the nail on the head. We yeah. we're very slow in transition. We lose the ball, but we don't get back quick enough to sort of stop yeah. the counter-attacking sides from creating like good opportunities for themselves. Yeah. So I think he's just speaking the truth, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, I would agree with that, and I would even go. I think he's trying to do his mate uh, or his mentor a favor. Like I think. If this was another team and it was nothing to do with basically, say, Ranić, he would have probably said, yeah, um, my team played really well and kept the shine on his team. But mm. I get the feeling he's saying things that he knows that Ralph Ranić can't say, which is like basically yeah. the players are lazy. So he's trying yeah, to yeah. do I get the feeling. So this is why I want to talk about it because it's quite interesting because generally, unless it's a direct rival and you've got something to gain by kind of slating them yeah. um, generally if it's a say a lower team if they've beaten a bigger team they'll always like kind of compliment the bigger team in a way to make their own victory seem better yeah. I, I just think he's gone out of his way to say things that probably run nicks when, when they've had the meeting yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably said oh yeah, can, yeah, you yeah. Do me, can you do me a favour can you just say this because I can't say it <laughs> Yeah, or he's just sort of or it's just come up in discussion when they've been chatting and yeah. he didn't ask him to. He just thought, oh, I'll just Yeah, obviously, obviously I'm like kind, one of the of, two. Yeah. kind of putting a little bit of sauce on it by <laughs> saying that they, they came up with the plan. But I think reading between the lines, he's, Ralph Hasenhutl's going out of his way to, I think, help yeah, sure. United in a way by calling out the players. Um, yeah, I, I think tonight's game, though, was... Even to be honest, I think even after we took the lead and say after that for 10 minutes, it was good. But I would say about 80% of the game was terrible, man. Like, and uh, I'm sure you've seen the conversation me and the other Sam were having in the group where we were saying that like Brighton are a decent side, they've outplayed Chelsea, uh, they've, they've outplayed Liverpool at Anfield, so it's not a case of our being outplayed by Brighton, it's something to be ashamed of. I really do rate. Well, Potter Street, um, I think I've said in previous podcasts, but the team, I think, plays good football. The problem was they were controlling the game at a walking pace, as in they didn't even have to, like, get get the top gear. (laughs) And that was Mm, what was frustrating, which was really odd compared to, like, the last three games where we looked like we were flying out of the Mm, uh, starting gates and then maybe losing a bit of gas. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess both of us are just pretty happy to get the win. Yeah. Well, it's interesting what you say about how it was like almost too easy for them, like, because it was almost, that was almost their downfall at the start of the second half. They're a bit sloppy in possession. They give Ronaldo the ball, he scores, and then Dunk turns over possession cheaply and then gets sent off. They're almost, it was almost too easy for them. <laughs> that almost cost them, which yeah. is bizarre to think, but those you mentioned- like, were the couple of big moments of the match. You mentioned, um, I think this is a good segue, Ronaldo. Talk to me about this dilemma. Like, what do we do? Like, uh, well, <laughs> it's very, very interesting to see what happens because if we don't make top four, you'd imagine he wouldn't hang around. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't. I think he needs to be. He needs to be a bit part player. 
he can't be the centre of, like, this vocal point of the attack or the side. He needs to be like a bench player that gets 15 to 20 minutes, maybe starts like all the cup games. But yeah, he. I don't think, as you get to that age, you just can't be playing every week and all the minutes because it, it affects every, like like you said, affects everything else around him. Like last year, we looked more like a team. You know, we had more of a cohesiveness to our, like our play and who we were as a, as a side, but we've sort of lost that a little bit this year, I think, because people are getting upset with certain things. So yeah. he's probably creating more problems than he's fixing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was going to say, let's answer this in a two, like two part. One is, I think you've already answered the first part, what we do with him for the next three months or whatever of the season. And then obviously we'll get to the second part, which is at the in the summer, what do we do? I mean, in relation to, to add to what, what you said in terms of between now and then, couldn't agree more. But the dilemma is, mate, you know it's a big problem to stick him on the bench because... Yeah. He's going to create noise. His, his, uh, agents. his a- agents like he's a. Well, this is what you get with him, isn't it? Like in terms of whether you look at it as a positive or a negative, he attracts a lot of attention. Um, like he's social. I think he hit like four hundred million followers or something like that on Instagram. So you can imagine if he's on the bench there's just going to be constant scrutiny where there's no, not really needed. And the way he reacts, he doesn't really take it. I mean, years ago when he was at his top form, when him and Messi were going at it, um, I think it might have even been Leon I was having a conversation with. I used to say, look, when, the, when those two get older, I can't see Ronaldo, Ronaldo getting old gracefully because he relies on his pace for me. Okay, he did change his game because obviously he doesn't rely on it as much. But I think yeah. he rely he relied on his pace a lot more than Messi did. Like yeah, if you go I by know. raw, like not raw attributes. If you go by straightforward, I know it's not as straightforward as this, but straightforward attributes. Say like uh, if you could put it down to these passing wise, like you know Messi's like ten out of ten for passing, oh, yeah. like vision, yeah. creating play. Um, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo's never like I think since he left United, he's not really had that short pass or like a raking forty-yard nah. pass in his locker. Yeah. So yeah. as he slows down and as his um, levels start to go down, I think on top of that, you've got his characteristic, which is like he wants to be the best and he can't take anything less. It's a little bit like mm-hmm. the Keane factor, actually going back slightly different. Keane, obviously expected mm. to be the best constantly so when he probably yeah, wasn't yeah, it wasn't really good to have him around and that's probably one of the mm. reasons Fergie got rid of him obviously there, there's yeah. other things behind it as well um, so with Ronaldo <laughs> I, ca- I don't want to say I call this but I had this worry that obviously I wouldn't want him back at an older age and that's exactly what's happened yeah. um, and I think we had this conversation anyway when we bought him after the euphoria of the 24 hours yeah, I yeah. said I'm kind of worried <laughs> mate like I think this is yeah, a bad yeah, yeah. move. Um, yeah. I think it would be lovely to be able to have him as um, as what you said, a bit part player. Like not even a bit part. I think he would be great in the last He'll thirty play most games. Yeah, yeah. Play him like the last thirty minutes. Like play say Cavani and say, look, it's not a huge problem if you don't score. Obviously, ideally, we'd like our striker to score, but just yeah. run the defense like tired, which he does anyway. And then you will be coming off around about the 60-minute mark. 
when the defence is tired, get Ronaldo on and then he's got a tired defence to target and we might be able to provide him a few more chances. Whereas what's happening now is when he's on the pitch, unless he scores, technically we're like playing with ten and a half men. Like the defenders are happy for him to run in behind like yeah. with the ball because they know they can catch up to him because most of the Premier League defenders are quite quick, like especially yeah. the fullbacks. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is a harsh assessment, mate, but I think not only does he not bring anything to the free kick table, I think he takes it away. <laughs> like because yeah. it's like Bruno should, even Telesh should be taking those free kicks, not yeah. not Ronaldo. I don't think he scored a free kick like the with the, with his technique that he's been trying to since 2008 against Portsmouth, that one in the top corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. That was yeah. a cracker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, that's another issue. And uh, I think one of the key issues you kind of alluded to, he's taken away from the team, especially Bruno. Like, imagine... So, I don't know if I, if it was in our group or I, I was speaking to Leon directly. When we lost... Not lost. When we drew against Southampton... I just said to Leon, mate, like, if we had brought, like, if you swapped the strikers, Broha for Ronaldo, we would have won that game easily. Um, if you give me, instead of Ronaldo right now, for the rest of the season, someone like Jimenez from Wolves, or Broha's, uh, like, a, maybe he's a bit of a flash in the pan because he's only a young player, but I just feel like they offer a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like, that physical yeah, yeah. presence, holding up the yeah. player. I get the feeling yeah. I was like forward line would, yeah, our forward line would be doing a lot better. I know people will be going crazy because Ronaldo's just scored today, and I, yeah. I think I even said as soon as he scored, this is the dilemma. He's been yeah, nothing sure. short of atrocious for fifty minutes, and then he's got you that goal out of nothing. But that goal out of nothing, that type of thing, is starting to happen even less, which is very frustrating because then it means that you've got Ronaldo for. 90 minutes being awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not contributing yeah. what like you want him to contribute in, which is the goal, right? Yeah. If he's not going to be doing, if he's not going to be bringing other players into it or working hard in defence, then it's yeah. all on his goals. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can, I can pinpoint a couple of things from the last, uh, like, we got some good crosses in, I think, the last two games and he it was in the six-yard box and he missed his head, like, he put his header over yeah, and I'm like thinking, tonight, he missed one. yeah, and I'm thinking that's not Ronnie, not Peak. You know yeah. what he looks like, and I'll not go over because I think we've had this conversation before throughout the season. My thoughts on it, etc. And I think you've also expressed the same sort of things as uh, as things have started unraveling. He looked like a 37 year old winger playing centre forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For majority of that game, which is a big problem, I think by yeah. the sounds of it from what you said and obviously my little rant there, we're both probably in agreement that in the summer we need to kind of part ways. What would is, you do? Isn't it, yeah, is, well, yeah, what's his, because is his contract the guaranteed two years or is it a it's one two, year with an option? It's a two, it's a two year contract. Um, okay. But it's a case of like, and we're not talking a player that's on like, say, 50 grand a week. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's on mega money. Top dollar. Um, yeah, um, I think once the yeah. once once the nostalgia of the whole coming back went mm. away, yeah. if you used if you thought logically, a lot of the pundits were saying like 
Yeah, like the ones that I read, which I trust their judgment on, they were saying they can't see where Ronaldo fits into the plan. Mm. Um, which he wasn't in the initial plan, was he? Exactly, he was never in the initial you know, plan. We had like a team, we had a plan how we were playing. You know, it, we were, it, well, we, you could argue we were building to something or we weren't building to something, but there was more of an identity than there is now. Yeah. Yeah, it totally, I think, destabilised like what, what we were trying to do. Because our team yeah. was built, we were trying to transition from being a counter-attacking team to a lot more like, not even possession-based, maybe do a little bit more of a pressing type of thing, high yeah. pressing. Um, <laughs> and then you buy Ronaldo and that's just out the window. So, yeah, yeah so I think go, going back, if um, and... This is the problem going back, given the choice Ronaldo goes to City or we buy him, you just do the same thing over again. It's just that mm. that problem, isn't it? We were stuck between a rock yeah. and a hard place. Yeah, um, anyway, mate, I think uh, let's let's wrap the Ronaldo talk up by saying uh, asking you, what, so what do you think? Because obviously I think my stance is pretty obvious. Like I think yeah. if we can't... Uh, go ahead. I think... I think um... Yeah, you've got to have a conversation with at the end of the season and be like, these are the minutes, this is what's going to be happening. If you're happy to fit into that, you can stay. But if not, it's see you later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever happens, uh, I'd like it to be an amicable split, obviously. Yeah, for um, sure. Because he, he is obviously a legend of the club from his sure. first stint. Um, yeah. yeah, let's. Uh, have you got anything else to add to the Ronaldo thing, mate? Nah, I think that's it. Um, Let's move on to another. I said thirty-seven. He's not even a winger anymore. Is he Ronaldo? He's a uh, centre forward. And um, let's move on to a winger. So Sancho. I would say he's been a bright spot for the last five, yeah, five or six games. Um, does it worry you that his best position is left wing? Um, or, well, I rather, don't think so. If rather, it's working just, at the moment, just playing where it's working. You know, I think because. I know, yeah, we bought him to play on the right, but, I mean, these guys are professional. They should be able to adapt. Like, if it's working better on the left for a period, just play him on the left. Yeah. No, I, to be honest, I agree with you as well. And I think one thing, because I, 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 I've made it no secret before that I don't really like Rashford on the right, but somebody did, like, a tactical um, breakdown of what actually happens when uh, Rashford's playing on the right. Um, and they were saying it takes certain things away from Rashford, which he does in certain games, which is like try and take too many players on. Because he's obviously, when he's coming in from the left to the right, he's coming into his right foot. So it gives him a chance to dribble a little bit more. Whereas when he's on the right, he's making constant runs. So it yeah. helps the team a lot more. It might be something that Rashford doesn't want to do all the time. But it helps the team a lot more. And one of the things I did like is that every, like, say, 20, 30 minutes, they will switch it and try it a little bit more, like as in Sancho on the right, Rashford on the left. And I think that's the way it should be. Um, in fact, going forward, what I would do is I'd play both of them as, like, the inside forwards either side. And I would play Bruno as a false nine, I think. Cavani, yeah, Cavani can't. Go on, mate. No, no, sorry, you go. No, I was going to say Cavani can't be relied upon. He's like injured again. It's like yeah, always yeah yeah yeah. Um, so what were you going to say? Sorry, the false nine. No, yeah, that, I think it'd be interesting to see Bruno at the false nine just to see how that how it would work. Like yeah. I think it could work, and like there'd be a lot more pace, sort of. 
up front and probably better closing down as well. It'd just be interesting to see with that type of formation how how it went. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, though. Um, and it, it is a lot of, a lot of our listeners will be like listening to, to us and be saying, like, these guys, Ronaldo has just scored the like winning goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys are wanting him out of the team. It's uh, and he, and this is why I always say it's a dilemma, it's a conundrum. Like, it's not, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's not a, black and white. Clear cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can argue both ways, I guess. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's I would say that's a positive anyway. Sancho's looking like uh, the player that we thought we were buying. But to be honest with Sancho, I never had a huge problem until next season. I would always say give him a chance, like give him time till next season. Um, in terms of uh, another player, mate, what did you think of Fred's performance? Today. Oh, the typical Fred performance, wasn't it? He oh, tries really hard. You can never question his attitude or his application. It's just his application. He should like, be. That, Go on. That forward pass that was like straight to whoever it was in front of him, and then the Brighton guy slid in and intercepted it. It's like, oh my god. Was this in the first, yeah. like the second minute when like he was on the wing, <clears throat> he was on the left wing, and he tried to roll it to the center of the pitch <clears throat> where no, where I he should really like second half. All right. Well, yeah. I, I thought it was because um, the position he was in when he passed the ball, um, I thought he was Sancho because like the pictures weren't great for me today. I was dreaming it. And uh, he just passed the ball into the middle, like within five minutes or two minutes, he lost the ball. And then I realized, hang on, mate, like it's Fred. So why is he passing <laughs> to the position that he's vacated himself? Like, <laughs> oh, my days, yeah. mate. Yeah. I, I think, I, yeah. It, Sorry, go on. Yeah. Go on, no, I was going to say it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting if we had a solid defensive slash center midfielder, and then he was sort of playing more as an eight that could kind of press, get the ball back, and move it on quickly. How he would go in that in that sort of a midfield two of that would be interesting because I think yeah he, he he can work with him, but he just needs someone sort of beside him that can control the game and dictate the game, so he doesn't have to do those things. Yeah, I mean, I think we've said this before as well. He's he's a good squad player. Both him yeah. and McTominay would be really good squad players. Players that get yeah. end up with forty games a season, but they're not your main guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Like for example, horses for courses, mate. Like if it's a really tough team that have a lot of legs, you put Fred and McTominay in, and a proper like creative midfielder, like a holding midfielder. Yeah in the middle and then you're like so that's hypothetically speaking say you're playing Bruno as a like false nine and then it gives you the chance to have um, like another creative midfielder so say even if you drop McTominay or Fred either or and you play that proper defensive midfielder you can play Pogba like in that three three. Mm, you know what I mean so uh, uh, I think a a squad should be um, equipped to deal with many different teams, but as a yeah. as your go to eleven for say the average game, which is ninety percent of the games, it should be like a higher quality and a more more offensive minded um, yeah, yeah, player definitely. as well, or better in the final third, shall I say, not offensive minded because yeah. you kind of want someone like a Carrick who wasn't. I don't know if you could say he was offensive minded. He was a good reader of keep the ball. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, in, in terms of, you mentioned about like the next manager as well. In terms of next manager, have you got any thoughts? Have you changed anything? I think the last time we spoke, uh, like we all wanted Ten Hag. Yeah, it's actually, you feel like it's either Ten Hag or Pochettino. Or maybe would... you should get a, a fellow Australian from Celtic, Antipasta Coglu. <laughs> I didn't realise he's... Um... <laughs> yeah, he's Aussie. Going well, is he, but not. <laughs> is is he uh, is Celtic top? Because to be honest, mate. Yeah, Celtic's top. Yeah, Celtic. I, I, I don't watch. Uh, <laughs> it's big news over here. Yeah, is it? Is it? Don't watch it as much. Yeah. Uh, I bet the, you guys love Mark Viduka, um back in the day. Yeah, Dukes. He was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he was a quality striker. He uh, played for Borough actually, up the road from yeah, here. Yeah. Um, and Leeds. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, in terms of the management, I think. Uh, Luis Enrique needs to be in there with a shout ahead of Pochettino. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. It has to be those three, like one of yeah. those three. But um, I worry with this board, man. And um, oh, my, I, I just hope, and to be honest to uh, Ranić, ever since he went to, that's what I was saying before, just call him back on the initial thing we started off. Any, ever since he went to four three three, I really like what he's been doing. And I can see little bits of things that he's trying to do. And I feel like in the media we're getting slated, but I'm just like, are you, like, are people blind? Like, if this was another like club, you'd like. Yeah. It, it, there's always an agenda, isn't it? You're either oh, for you like United are never ignored. It's you're either for United exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I like the way he's dealing with the media as well. I really like the way he out. Yeah for want of a better term, he outed uh, Martial because I believe Ranić over Martial when Ranić says he didn't want to play that in that game. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think he, he probably said, oh, he doesn't want to be in the squad like when he got told that he's not going to be in the eleven, and he's using yeah. that as a technicality say, well, I never said that. No. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think Lingard's that, yeah. the same. He was trying... To be fair, I have a little bit more of sympathy with Lingard in the sense that he oh, was probably trying sure. to push a move through and then yeah, obviously kind of was annoyed that, come on, guys, like, let me go to Newcastle. Because I can see from from his point of view, if he gets like three months worth of football, he might be in the like World Cup squad. He might have a better chance exactly, of being in the yeah. World Cup squad. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, speaking about three months left on his contract, etc., um, Mr. Paul Pogba, <laughs> <laughs> I think we both, uh, I mean, are you in agreement that he's going to leave? What's your thoughts? He would have signed already, right? You would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying the cube the other day. Actually, uh, I think we did a podcast on Sunday, and uh, I was just saying he's going to have a brilliant next three months. Watch this because he's a very streaky player anyway, and mm. it will just be um, a coincidence that he manages to get his head down and play good football just before he his contract runs out and he needs to find like attract clubs. So yeah, yeah I, I think he's done. He's done. He's gone. Um, yeah, um, I think I said we were going to do quite a short one uh, when we logged in, just purely and simply because on my end it's a little bit later than I'm normally up. But have, have we covered everything we were talking about? Is there anything else that you want to nah, talk about today? Um, who are we playing next? Who we got on the we weekend? It's um, a good question. And even looked, is it Leeds? Is it Leeds? Oh yeah, I think I think I remember seeing that. I'm pretty sure it's Leeds. Um, I'm lo- yeah, if it's Leeds, 
it feels really bad. Like whenever, or really funny, I should say, not bad. It doesn't matter what our form is now that leads are up and we've spanked them so many times. It's like, yeah, it's it's no problem. We'll play Leeds. It'll be interesting to see actually what we do against the bigger clubs because I don't think we can carry Ronaldo like we did this game. And again, yeah, no, list, listeners will be tearing their hair out saying, "Carry Ronaldo, mm-hmm. he won us the game." Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a we'll get a, te- we'll get a chance in the Champions League, I guess, to find out. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, I've watched a bit of uh, Atletico Madrid, mate, and we well, yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> you th- you think I'm going the other way? I think uh, they've been pretty awful. Like they've been just as bad yeah, as us. Yeah. So, yeah. well, I've only seen like two or three games, so they'll probably just turn up and beat us, though, because um, <laughs> they'll just be compact and they'll pick us off. They've got like quality players to do that. So, yeah, uh, I feel like they go better in the cup competition sometimes. Like they get the the tactics right. Simeone yeah. seems to be able to get an upset against over yeah. two legs against a fan, yeah. more fancy opposition. Yeah, I don't. I, I think both teams are just as bad. I mean, I don't see us winning yeah. the Champions League anyway, so it won't like absolutely um, rumor. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. And while speaking of Champions League, because I did want to talk about this top four. What do you think? Are we making it or? Oh, whoever wants to, <laughs> at the moment, it's no one wants to make it. <laughs> yeah, like everyone's dropping points left, right, and center. I think um, oh, hard to tell when we I'll drew. Say yes. Yeah, when we drew no confidence. (laughs) When we drew against uh, Southampton, I got a text from Leon saying, and my reply was, um, "It's specific, like it's not gone because we'll have another opportunity to get in there because the teams around us will cock up, but we will not take that opportunity." So, in in a way, yeah, it's kind of gone, but it's not gone yet. We're going to throw it away no. once more because, and straight away yeah. the day after, um, Spurs got beat two yeah. nil. Uh, it's just yeah, it's it's, and I think even West Ham dropped points. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, they do that all the time this time of season. Yeah, the Have problem you got for a... us is, is that. I'm oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. The problem with for us is is that all those teams below us have got games in hand on us. Yeah. So if they win their game in hand, it's in their control. We're relying on other results at the moment, but. See how it goes once it's and, the games in hand, I guess. And we've uh, we've had our easy run again, right? Relatively speaking, I'm doing yeah. uh, those air quotes with my fingers. Oh, easy, easy yeah. games, yeah. But obviously, we'll see how we do against the uh, top sides. I'm worried a bit. It it does look like the teams kind of sleepwalking to the end of the season, just waiting for the new manager. Yeah. And it's really frustrating because I'd like to not like not watch the games. I just like tonight PSG Madrid were on, and I might, I only yeah. caught like bits of that game just because I wanted to watch United, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. frustrating. Just frustrating. Yeah. yeah, no, I was gonna say before uh, we uh, wrap this up. Have you got anything um, planned for today? Since it's your day's just what time did the kick off? Oh, it's work, work time. Uh, what time? What time is it over there right now? Uh, it's just about to be ten a.m. 10am. Okay, so the game kicked off at a decent time for you. 7.15, yeah, it was a, no, it's, it's the best too, time though. slot that we have. Those midweek night games for you guys is the best for us. The best uh, time zone. Yeah, so. mate. That's one thing I don't like when I'm in uh, Asia doing travels, <laughs> like the football times. It's the other way. You want it to be earlier. Like, you want to be in South America yeah. where the later yeah, games yeah. are at like 2 in the morning. 
uh, two yeah. in the afternoon, sorry. As, yeah, as we yeah. found out when we were in Rio yeah. trying to catch that, uh, <laughs> catch that PSG. Uh, or when we watched, like, yeah, when we watched United, Liverpool and Floripa. And it was, like, afternoon. It was great. Yeah, brilliant. Right, I think that's a good note to sign off on, mate. I'll, uh, I'll yeah, catch cool. up with you next week. Uh, stay yep, safe. Sounds good. Take care, buddy. Yeah, you too, Bye. mate. As always, thank you very much for listening and we hope you enjoyed that episode. Remember, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we are on Twitter at the Total 90 pod and we're also available on Instagram as Total90Podcast. We'll catch you next week. Stay safe now.